Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Tim Murphy with Repay. Welcome, Tim. Hey, Lee. How are you? It's great to be here today. I am excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Repay. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so Repay is an Atlanta-based integrated payment processing company. We serve uh, several large verticals that are historically been underserved from a payment processing perspective. Those verticals would include loan repayments and business-to-business payments, areas where there's been a real need for uh, enhanced electronic payment technology. So we have about 15,000 merchants today, and the verticals we serve represent an annual payment volume opportunity of $4.7 trillion. And last year, we processed just over $15 billion. So real long runway for growth in our existing verticals. So now, can you talk about the genesis of how Repay got started? Yes, sure. So we uh, we, we were founded in 2006 by our, our current uh, CEO and president. They co-founded the business, uh, and they saw a need within loan repayments for faster, more real-time payments. So that's how we started. Our name is Repay, which stands for Real-Time Electronic Payments. So we were started by seeing the need within the loan repayment space, and we, we knew that consumers wanted to repay their loans using their debit cards so they would know within a few seconds if the payment was approved or declined. And that was something that really wasn't being offered at the time, and it was pretty innovative. And we've, we've since expanded. Like I said, we now have over 15,000 customers. We've moved into auto loans. We're in the mortgage space. We process for credit unions. We've now moved over to the business-to-business side as well, and we see the same need there where businesses want to be able to accept payments electronically and seamlessly in a matter of seconds. And they also we're now also doing electronic payables where we can help businesses pay their suppliers electronically. And that's also become very, you know, uh, efficient and starting to become more widely used. Now we've uh, had the privilege to broadcast from uh, a large FinTech um, conference called FinTech South multiple times. And do you mind sharing with our listeners why Atlanta is kind of a hub for FinTech? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some very large publicly traded payments companies in Atlanta. Uh, Global Payments is a great example. Uh, they actually just merged with TSIS, which is was is based in Columbus, Georgia, and is now part of their, they're part of the same company. Uh, there's been some other very large players here that have just, you know, grown in Atlanta. And I think, you know, folks have left those companies and started their own payment processing companies. And the ecosystem has just grown from there. So I think it started with just some some large, really well-established players being in Atlanta, and and again that the the, the uh, payments ecosystem has developed out of those companies. So it's a great place to be for payments and fintech in general. Uh, you know, we we're fortunate to be here and have grown up here, and I think we benefit from that greatly. 
Now, do you think that that impacts the level of talent that's kind of floating around here and attracted to um, this market? I think so. Yeah, we definitely see really talented folks coming out of those other companies. We've um, benefited, you know, from somewhat from some of that merger activity where there's been people looking for other opportunities. And I think they've come to repay because we're a you know, fantastic place to work. We have a you know, people first culture. We've added over 100 people in the last you know, 12 to 15 months. So we've grown through the pandemic. Uh, we, we've shown a pretty resilient business model through this. And we've also shown that there's a real need for electronic and you know, digital payments, which have become even more evident through the pandemic where people have moved away from uh, cash or checks. And uh, I think the talented people around Atlanta really see that a company like Repay can offer them a really strong place to develop their career. Uh, we've been voted a great, one of the greatest places to work in the U.S. now for several years in a row, and that's a program that is actually uh, run by the employees, and the employees vote on that. So it gives you a sense for our culture and why people want to come work for Repay. Now, you mentioned, mentioned the pandemic um, and it, how disruptive it was for a lot of firms and how maybe it's accelerated the growth of this kind of digital payments uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, how you were able to help maybe some of your clients navigate that uh, when the pandemic started uh, kind of uh, in full force and then folks had to transform sometimes their whole business businesses during that time? Yes. Yeah, that's a great point. So, yeah, just about a year ago, um, we started to see this happening. And like I said, we process for lenders who may have physical branches and in you know, middle to end of March of 2020, those branches were shut down, as was the rest of the country. And so you know, consumers who wanted to get uh, new loans or who wanted to make payments on existing loans had to find ways to do that electronically and remotely. And that fit really well with our technology and what we do. So we offered them the ability to make payments remotely and also fund loans electronically so that folks could receive funds and make payments uh, electronically, not having to go into the physical branches. And so that we really stepped in and helped a lot of our customers during that time. Uh, and that's on the consumer side. On the business side, it was the same similar trend where, you know, folks were working remotely. They weren't in the office. They didn't have access to checks. And so they had still had to pay their vendors. So we had to help them set, get set up to pay those vendors electronically and pay other businesses electronically or receive payments from other businesses electronically. So we think that, you know, the pandemic uh, has accelerated a shift to more digital forms of payment. Uh, which fits really well with our business model. We don't think that's going backward. We think that's here to stay. And it's probably pulled forward some of the digitization and innovation within electronic payments by several years. Right. Don't you think it, it kind of forced the hands of maybe some of the laggards in this space that, that, that they realize that this is a must-have nowadays? It's not a nice-to-have? Exactly. That's exactly right. There are certain customers that were you know, somewhat resistant to adopting some of this technology and then we're forced to do it and now realize the benefits and, you know, there'll be customers for a long time. Now, one of the challenges that of your industry is that the, the customer is desiring faster and faster speed and then it has to be coupled with uh, kind of that elegant interface and the seamlessness of the, uh, you know, for the user interface. Now, how do you kind of create that balance of security and speed? Yeah, so we have our own proprietary technology where we are very focused on the consumer 
experience or the business experience, whichever part of the business it is, the customer experience. So the technology itself is very slick, easy to use, integrates nicely into their software. And, um, you know, that's very important. But then also, like you said, we're very focused on security. Uh, pay, you know, payment card data security is very important to us, and it's a big industry focus. And so our technology allows for that, that everything is done not only in a very elegant way, but also in a very efficient and secure way. And that's one of the big value propositions we bring to our customers in addition to, like I said, being able to send or receive payments electronically within a matter of seconds. So it all reconciles seamlessly into their software. It's all very safe and secure. And we provide the technology that wraps around all of that. Now, when you're onboarding a new uh, customer, I would imagine they're going from a previous uh, service to your service. Uh, how do you handle that transition? Well, a lot of times, actually, they, they could be coming to us because they've never accepted electronic payments. And they maybe they're, they've only taken cash or check or they've only accepted ACH payments, for example, and never taken card. So we may be setting them up in a you know brand new environment, which you know that's a you know kind of a our technology is set up for that, and we work with their technology folks to make that as seamless and as fast as possible. If they're already accepting electronic payments, then we um, you know we just transition all that software over to our platform, and that can be done in a matter of days. So it's all become very you know um, you know seamless and remote, and that's good for us. And then. We also now allow, like I said, companies to pay their suppliers electronically, so on the payable side, and that's still wide open. There's still most companies are still writing checks, and so we get them set up on our software. We enable their vendors to accept electronic payments, and it works really well for both parties. And then that sort of has a network effect and continues to grow. So we, it's it's become, you know, if you have really good technology like we do, and we can, you know, work with our customers and prioritize this as part of their business workflows and business operations it can become it can be done quickly and pretty seamlessly so when you're entering a vertical do you primarily work with um, kind of large institutions and then that trickles down to the end customer or do you work directly with that end customer so it's typically so in the lending vertical our our customer is the lender and then they're you know they're uh, accepting payments from consumers on the outstanding loans so we're getting set up with the lender, which is more of an enterprise. Uh, and the same thing in business to business. Our customer is the business, and then they're accepting or sending payments to other businesses. So we're working directly with businesses who are then, you know, in some cases, like loan repayments, working with consumers or on the business to business side, working with other businesses. So we don't, we don't go directly to the consumer. The consumer may use our technology to you know, make their payment or receive a loan, for example, but we're working with the businesses. So that also helps streamline things because typically they're set up to accept and embrace our technology and, and then they you know, can use that to facilitate business with their end customer as well. Now, talk about uh, the journey to becoming a public company. Um, you were kind of uh, a little bit ahead of other folks using that method that you used. Yeah, so that's right. We became public in July of 2019, and we became public via SPAC, so a special purpose acquisition corporation, which is different than a traditional IPO. Uh, we were private equity owned at the time, and we felt uh, our, our management team, along with our owners and our board, felt like the SPAC route was the best way to access the public equity markets. And so we, you know, we feel like we've been a, a SPAC success story. We've been public now for about 18 months. 
Uh, we've had we have very solid fundamentals. We have an M and A playbook that has helped us grow even more quickly. So we have both our strong organic growth in addition to growth from acquisitions. Uh, you know, we reported just recently uh, full year 2020 financials. We had 48% growth in revenue, 44% growth in total in gross profit over 2019. So very strong growth rates. Um, and we continue to have both strong organic and uh, M&A growth. We, you know, we've done five acquisitions since we've become public. Uh, so we've been active on the M&A front. We've ex- through those acquisitions, we've expanded into new verticals like mortgage or certain aspects of B2B like hospitals or education systems. We have a lot of software integrations. So one of the ways we go to market is an integrated payments offering where we have over 124 software partners that we integrate to and receive referrals from for business across all of our different verticals. So we've been very active since we've become public. Uh, we, we were kind of a little bit ahead of the game in terms of SPACs. There's a lot more SPAC activity today than there was at that time, but there's been a, you know several success stories within SPACs that I think have paved the way for what's happening now. And you know we like to think we're one of those stories. Yeah, you were doing it before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, and we uh, we laid some groundwork, which is which is good. So now, has that uh, kind of transition impacted the culture, or you kind of feel like you're the same firm that you were prior? We've certainly had to add a lot of uh, folks in different areas to be, you know, to support being a public company, which has been good. We've we've brought on some really talented individuals across functions. Like I said, we we you know we added close to 100 people in 2020. Um, we you know we weren't laying off; we were growing and adding adding in different areas. Uh, you know, we've still continued to maintain a great place to work certification, uh, with over 90% of our employees participating in that. Uh, we just like to consider ourselves an employee-first uh, company with that type of focus. We take pride in integrating the new teams from acquired companies. That's a big part of our culture is bringing those teams onto our platform and, you know, and, and operating as one model. Um, and one is is very one model is very important to us. So we think it's enhanced the culture. We think it's made us uh, stronger. We think it's made us sharper in what we do. And uh, we're, we're very excited about that. That's a big part of our organization and we continue to stay focused on it. So now how does 2021 and the future look for you guys now that uh, it looks like that we're getting closer to the end of this pandemic? Yeah, the future looks bright. I mean, 2021 is already off to a strong start. Uh, we are, you know, continuing to add people and across different areas with a focus on sales and technology and product. Uh, we um, have had, you know, strong trends early in Q1 in our business here. Uh, we're excited for the vaccine and the economic recovery that is on the horizon. Uh, we have, we're still focused on M&A, so we have a, a very active M&A pipeline that we're aggressively pursuing. Uh, in January, we went out and raised a lot of capital uh, through both a common stock offering and a convertible notes offering. So we now have access to about $520 million of liquidity uh, and very low leverage uh, to go pursue acquisitions. So we're excited to continue addressing this $4.7 trillion total addressable market opportunity. Uh, We're excited to continue to add really talented folks. We're excited to grow organically and we're excited to, you know, pursue, continue pursuing M&A. Is there any uh, repay product that, uh, is in high demand now during the pandemic and in the future? 
Yeah, one of the products that I touched on earlier called instant funding, where we can fund a loan uh, electronically to the customer's uh, debit card or account within seconds, became very you know in high demand as the pandemic hit. Um, so that and that that's really continued, and I think will continue. So that's something that I would highlight, and we were very proud of. That's a pretty unique product within the space. It's it's you know it's not just helping accept payments, but it's actually helping fund loans electronically. So that's unique. And then, you know, like I mentioned earlier, electronic payables. So where we're, you know, we're allowing customers to send payments to suppliers electronically as AP departments have been remote and working from home and needing to be more efficient and digital. We've, we've kind of really ramped that up and we've done that through acquisition. We actually bought another company based in Atlanta called CPS, uh, which is a great Atlanta company. Uh, and so that's really helped further our, our capabilities on the, on the electronic payable side. So those are a couple that I'd highlight. But just generally speaking, there has been and continues to be a digital transformation across a lot of different verticals. And payments is a big driver of that. And so payments is a great place to be. And Atlanta is a great place to be in payments. So now if somebody wanted to learn more, have more substantive conversation uh, with your team about any of your services, what is the website? What's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Yeah, so we can go to um, repay.com, um, and you know we are public, so we have an investor relations website. You can go on that and learn a lot about our board and our management team, and we have an investor presentation on that website. Uh, and on the website also just list all of our different products and the industries we serve and the key contact information in terms of you know contacting sales or marketing and, and having a conversation about utilizing our product suite. So. I'd encourage folks to go there and, and kind of explore. And there's a lot of information on there. Being a public company certainly has make you know makes forces us and we've embraced being more transparent and and we like that accountability factor to that as well. So we're we're open to receiving inquiries and excited to continue conversations. Well, congratulations on all your success, Tim. Yeah, thank you, Lee. It's been nice to speak with you. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. And remember. Uh, special thanks to our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. <laughs>